0: This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chris Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's... Terry Jen Psaki about his position on taxpayer-funded abortions. Is it true that when he is old, he will not depart from it? Is that true? If you tell somebody that no matter what their children are doing, that if they had tried to train them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, they will of a certainty not depart from it. Have you told them the truth? Now, here's the other question. Have you told them a lie? Have you deceived them? Well, not necessarily. A devout Catholic. But what if we exchange the words devout Catholic for devout evangelical or devout Christian? How would it change things then? What if some of the very things that Joe Biden is promoting, is that true? Well, it is true as a proverb, but it's not true as an absolute, just like The proverb concerning our children is not absolute. Proverbs are not absolute. They are statements of truth, but they're not absolutely true. You see, viewpoint always does determine destiny. There's no way to get around it. Viewpoint always determines destiny, and yours included. So here's the question. Here's the question before us. Are you loving the wrong Jesus? The famous pastor Greg Laurie asked that question a few weeks ago. In a poll by the Barner Group, half of those who described themselves as Christians didn't believe that Satan exists, One-third were confident that Jesus sinned while he was on the earth. And he said, it seems to me that the church today there's a rising biblical illiteracy among professed followers of Jesus. Our biblical IQ, if you will, never has been lower, he said. Growing numbers of people now serve as their own theologian in residence. What we believe about God and what he says about himself is the most important thing we could focus on and think about. In fact, what we think about God has everything. Where we're heading here as we talk about the sound of lies crumbling. Yeah, that's the headline for a cartoon concerning what's happening in our country. The sound of lies crumbling. You see, the matter of lies and deception not only applies to our world out there, whether it's in the economic world, the political world, the legal world, uh, the educational world, and so on. No, it's right here in the church world. Because what has happened is we have found a way to justify deception even in God's house. That's right. We found ways to justify deception even in God's house. So today we're going to take a look at the bigger picture. We're going to take a look at this matter of deception and deceit and deceiving. We're going to take a look at some things that are coming coming down the pipe right here in our country that are absolutely troubling to the max. For instance, this headline, Fauci's cover-up COVID origins blasted in bombshell hearing. Yeah. In other words the Congress has absolutely turned Dr. Fauci's statements on their head and proved that he is deceived. He has absolutely intentionally deceived the American public. Intentionally. And the Congress is beyond itself as to what should be done. Then, how about this? This is a different, unique situation here. A university, the University of Massachusetts Amherst, is going to host a gender repeal party on March 31st. And during that, they're encouraging students to tear up their birth certificates. To tear up their birth certificates. It's called the gender repeal party. Now, I want to ask you a question. If a student tears up their birth certificate, let's say they're a female, their birth certificate says they're a female, and they tear it up, does that make them a male? No. Let's suppose that their birth certificate says that they're of uh, uh, African-American descent or Negroid descent, and they tear up the birth certificate, does that make them white? Does that make them Hispanic? No. All that is is a pretense to pretend something that isn't true. That's self-deception. But if it's used, then, to promulgate some other aspect in life, such as the senator did, who claimed to be primarily American Indian only to discover that the fragment of whatever heritage of American Indian in her was so small that she has been made the object of ridicule, even using that as a means to gain a professorship at Harvard. Was that deceit? Absolutely it was deceit. And it was used to achieve something that wasn't honest. To gain a benefit that wasn't real, wasn't fair, wasn't true. Next, January 6th defendants are now insisting on a tr- on trial delays because of concealed evidence. Lawyer for si- January 6th defendants says there's concealed evidence in the case. A U.S. Capitol officer was ignored by the January 6th committee and tells now what really happened. Why was he ignored by the committee? Because they didn't want to come out the truth of what he had to say. Now, the chief of the January 6th committee claims that members of his committee never saw the security video that is now coming out. Really? Really? Can you see building deceit upon deceit upon deceit upon deceit? Lie upon lie upon lie upon lie. And pretty soon, lies are just commonplace. So, a number of years ago, I believe it was Time Magazine, came out with a cover story. Lies, lies, lies. Newsweek came out with another one. A man with sunglasses on his face. On one lens, it said, lying. On the other lens said everybody's doing it honest (laughs) just a little humor amid all the seriousness we'll be right back What is happening in our country and in our world is nothing short of just massive, massive deception upon deception upon deception such that it's almost impossible to trust anyone, anywhere. Now, concerning the January 6 videos, Chuck Schumer Senate Majority Leader is beside himself and is trying to uh, push Mr. Murdoch, who owns Fox News, trying to force him to keep Tucker Carlson from issuing any more commentaries and more images of those videos that have been released concerning January 6th. So here's my question. Let's suppose that Chuck Schumer was successful in getting Rupert Murdoch to order Tucker Carlson not to do any more of those programs. Would that change the truth? No. So what is it that Mr. Schumer is trying to do? It's very clear. He's trying to hide the truth. He doesn't want the truth to come out. Why doesn't he want the truth to come out? Because the committee didn't tell the truth to the nation. And so it's not looking favorable for Chuck Schumer and his party. Nor is it looking favorable to any Republican or Democrat that is a globalist and hates Donald Trump, and that's why they were out to get him in the first place. Now it's looking very bad. So someone else now has come out that the January 6th committee should be tried for treason. Would that be a proper remedy for an entire committee that spent untold millions and millions of your tax dollars to deceive you concerning what happened on January 6th? It has ripped our country apart. And as if that were not enough, now the new Nord Stream reports concerning the blowing up of the Nord Stream pipeline, remember that? Now, according to Moscow, they are looking like a coordinated hoax. And I tend to believe them. Here's what's happening. First of all, Joe Biden... Categorically stated that the Nord Stream pipeline was blown up by Russia. That he and nobody associated with him or the United States or the Western world had anything to do with it. That's what he said. Then along came the report from a journalist who didn't have a dog in the fight or a horse in the race who came out and revealed that Joe Biden actually facilitated that months before it ever happened and set the whole thing in course to take place and basically proved it. Well, when that came out, that was not received favorably in the White House, nor was it received favorably among the NATO nations. Now, why would that be? Because that means that Russia would be in a position to attack America or any other NATO nation that had been responsible for that uh, act of terrorism or war against Russia. That would require all NATO nations then to come into battle against Russia which supposedly they've been trying to avoid with regard to Ukraine. So guess what they did? Now they've conspired together, these NATO nations have conspired together after the fact to try to make it look like this was something done by Ukraine. This was something concocted by Ukraine, not by Joe Biden. And if that be the case, Since Ukraine is not a NATO nation, then these Western nations under NATO would not have the responsibility by law to attack Russia. Can you see how the dishonesty for the beginning with our own president has created an echoing course of dishonesty, manipulation, and what Moscow now calls a coordinated hoax to try to cover up what Joe Biden did. Are you listening? This is not a make-believe world, friends. This is the world we're living in. This is the world where truth means nothing. It's lies, 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 deception, deception, deception. And the problem with that is you and I as professing Christians, are living in this deceptive cesspool. And, in one way or another, have become part of it. So things that are taking place in the church, whether it be cover-ups in the Roman Catholic Church concerning sexual misbehavior, whether it be cover-ups in the Protestant churches across the country, and even now with Hillsong, with the founder of Hillsong being in trial in Australia for covering up sexual misconduct of his own father in the church, are you beginning to see how the echoing consequences of this are so pervasive that somehow, some way, somewhere, somebody has to say, Look at the reality of what is taking place. Let's admit it and let's repent and determine not to be participants in this kind of justification.